0: Hi, Ed Burdett here. As we finish our weekday readings, I want to briefly say that this podcast is a labor of love that's funded entirely by listener donations. Each day of the week, we offer scripture readings, and every Friday, we include a devotional called REAP, where we read, examine, apply, and pray over a section of scripture. If you find value in what we offer, or if you'd like to help spread Bible resources across the world, would you consider supporting us financially? You can do that by visiting com slash give. Special thanks to our monthly donors, who consistently and faithfully offer their support. Once again, that address is com slash give. Thanks for considering, and now for today's reading. in Leviticus chapter 1 starting in verse 1. The Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and tell them, When any one of you offers an offering to the Lord, you shall offer your offering of the livestock, from the herd and from the flock. If his offering is a burnt offering from the herd, he shall offer a male, without defect. He shall offer it at the door of the tent of meeting, that he may be accepted before the Lord. He shall lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it shall be accepted for him, to make atonement for him. He shall kill the bull before the Lord. Aaron's sons, the priests, shall present the blood and sprinkle the blood around on the altar that is at the door of the tent of meeting. He shall skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aaron the priest shall put fire on the altar and lay wood in order on the fire. And Aaron's sons, the priests, shall lay the pieces, the head and the fat, in order on the wood that is on the fire which is on the altar, but he shall wash its innards and its legs with water. The priest shall burn all of it on the altar, for a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, of a pleasant aroma to the Lord. If his offering is from the flock, from the sheep or from the goats, for a burnt offering, he shall offer a male without defect. He shall kill it on the north side of the altar before the Lord. Aaron's sons, the priests, shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. He shall cut it into its pieces, with its head and its fat. The priest shall lay them in order on the wood that is on the fire which is on the altar, but the innards and the legs he shall wash with water. The priest shall offer the whole, and burn it on the altar. It is a burned offering, an offering made by fire, of a pleasant aroma to the Lord." If his offering to the Lord is a burned offering of birds, then he shall offer his offering from turtle doves, or of young pigeons. The priest shall bring it to the altar, and wring off its head, and burn it on the altar, and its blood shall be drained out on the side of the altar, and he shall take away its crop and its feathers, and cast it beside the altar on the east part, in the place of the ashes. He shall tear it by its wings, but shall not divide it apart, The priest shall burn it on the altar, on the wood that is on the fire. It is a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, of a pleasant aroma to the Lord. When anyone offers an offering of a meal offering to the Lord, his offering shall be of fine flour. He shall pour oil on it, and put frankincense on it. He shall bring it to Aaron's sons, the priests. He shall take his handful of its fine flour, and of its oil, with all its frankincense, And the priest shall burn its memorial on the altar, an offering made by fire, of a pleasant aroma to the Lord. That which is left of the meal offering shall be Aaron's and his sons. It is a most holy part of the offerings of the Lord, made by fire. When you offer an offering of a meal offering baked in the oven, it shall be unleavened cakes of fine flour mixed with oil, or unleavened wafers anointed with oil. If your offering is a meal offering made on a griddle, it shall be of unleavened fine flour, mixed with oil. You shall cut it in pieces, and pour oil on it. It is a meal offering. If your offering is a meal offering of the pan, it shall be made of fine flour with oil. You shall bring the meal offering that is made of these things to the Lord. It shall be presented to the priest, and he shall bring it to the altar." The priest shall take from the meal offering its memorial, and shall burn it on the altar, an offering made by fire, of a pleasant aroma to the Lord. That which is left of the meal offering shall be Aaron's and his son's. It is a most holy part of the offerings of the Lord made by fire. No meal offering which you shall offer to the Lord shall be made with yeast, for you shall burn no yeast, nor any honey, as an offering made by fire to the Lord, as an offering of first fruits, you shall offer them to the Lord, but they shall not rise up as a pleasant aroma on the altar. Every offering of your meal offering you shall season with salt. You shall not allow the salt of the covenant of your God to be lacking from your meal offering. With all your offerings you shall offer salt. If you offer a meal offering of first fruits to the Lord, you shall offer for the meal offering of your first fruits fresh heads of grain, parched with fire and crushed you shall put oil on it, and lay frankincense on it. It is a meal offering. The priest shall burn as its memorial part of its crushed grain and part of its oil, along with all its frankincense. It is an offering made by fire to the Lord. If his offering is a sacrifice of peace offerings, if he offers it from the herd, whether male or female, he shall offer it without defect before the Lord. He shall lay his hand on the head of his offering, and kill it at the door of the tent of meeting. Aaron's sons, the priests, shall sprinkle the blood around on the altar. He shall offer of the sacrifice of peace offerings, an offering made by fire to the Lord. The fat that covers the innards, and all the fat that is on the innards, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins, and the cover on the liver, with the kidneys he shall take away. Aaron's sons shall burn it on the altar on the burnt offering, which is on the wood that is on the fire. It is an offering made by fire, of a pleasant aroma to the Lord. If his offering for a sacrifice of peace offerings to the Lord is from the flock, either male or female, he shall offer it without defect. If he offers a lamb for his offering, then he shall offer it before the Lord, and he shall lay his head on the head of his offering, and kill it before the tent of meeting. Aaron's sons shall sprinkle his blood around on the altar. He shall offer from the sacrifice of peace offerings an offering made by fire to the Lord, its fat, the entire tail fat. He shall take away close to the backbone, and the fat that covers the entrails, and all the fat that is on the entrails, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins, and the cover on the liver, with the kidneys, he shall take away. The priest shall burn it on the altar. It is the food of the offering made by fire to the Lord." If his offering is a goat, then he shall offer it before the Lord. He shall lay his hand on its head, and kill it before the tent of meeting, and the sons of Aaron shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. He shall offer from it as his offering, an offering made by fire to the Lord, the fat that covers the innards, and all the fat that is on the innards, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins, and the cover on the liver, with the kidneys, he shall take away. The priest shall burn them on the altar. It is the food of the offering made by fire, for a pleasant aroma. All the fat is the Lord's. It shall be a perpetual statute throughout your generations and all your dwellings, that you shall eat neither fat nor blood. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, beginning in verse 29. Immediately, when they, that is, Jesus and his disciples, had come out of the synagogue, they came into the house of Simon and Andrew, with James and John, Now Simon's wife's mother lay sick with a fever, and immediately they told him about her. He came and took her by the hand, and raised her up. The fever left her immediately, and she served them. At evening, when the sun had set, they brought to him all who were sick, and those who were possessed by demons. All the city was gathered together at the door. He healed many who were sick with various diseases, and cast out many demons. He didn't allow the demons to speak, because they knew him. Early in the morning, while it was still dark, he rose up and went out, and departed into a deserted place, and prayed there. Simon and those who were with him searched for him. They found him and told him, Everyone is looking for you. He said to them, Let's go elsewhere, into the next towns, that I may preach there also, because I came out for this reason. He went into their synagogues throughout all Galilee, preaching and casting out demons, a leper came to him, begging him, kneeling down to him, and saying to him, If you want to, you can make me clean. Being moved with compassion, he stretched out his hand, and touched him, and said to him, I want to, be made clean. When he had said this, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was made clean, He strictly warned him, and immediately sent him out, and said to him, See that you say nothing to anybody, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing the things which Moses commanded, for a testimony to them. But he went out, and began to proclaim it much, and to spread about the matter, so that Jesus could no more openly enter into a city, but was outside in desert places. People came to him from everywhere." When he entered again into Capernaum, after some days, it was heard that he was at home. Immediately many were gathered together, so that there was no more room, not even around the door, and he spoke the word to them. Four people came, carrying a paralytic to him. When they could not come near to him for the crowd, they removed the roof where he was. When they had broken it up, they let down the mat that the paralytic was lying on. Jesus, seeing their faith, said to the paralytic, "'Son, your sins are forgiven you.' But there were some of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, "'Why does this man speak blasphemies like that? Who can forgive sins but God alone?' Immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, said to them, "'Why do you reason these things in your hearts?' Which is easier, to tell the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Arise, and take up your bed and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I tell you, Arise, take up your mat, and go to your house. He arose, and immediately took up the mat and went out in front of them all, so that they were all amazed, and glorified God, saying, We never saw anything like this. Psalm 35, beginning in verse 17. Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue my soul from their destruction, my precious life from the lions. I will give you thanks in the great assembly. I will praise you amongst many people. Don't let those who are my enemies wrongfully rejoice over me, neither let those who hate me without a cause wink their eyes for they don't speak peace, but they devise deceitful words against those who are quiet in the land. Yes, they opened their mouth wide against me. They said, Aha! Aha! Our eye has seen it. You have seen it, Lord. Don't keep silent. Lord, don't be far from me. Wake up! Rise up to defend me, my God. My Lord, contend for me. Vindicate me, Lord my God, according to your righteousness. Don't let them gloat over me. Don't let them say in their heart, Aha, that's the way we want it. Don't let them say, We have swallowed him up. Let them be disappointed and confounded together, who rejoice at my calamity. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor, who magnify themselves against me. Let those who favor my righteous cause shout for joy and be glad. Yes, let them say continually, May the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. My tongue shall talk about your righteousness and about your praise all day long. Proverbs chapter 9 beginning in verse 13. The foolish woman is loud, undisciplined, and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house on a seat in the high places of the city to call to those who pass by, who go straight on their ways. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who is void of understanding, she says to him, Stolen water is sweet, food eaten in secret is pleasant, but he doesn't know that the departed spirits are there, that her guests are in the depths of Sheol.